Okay, let's do this fucking shit. Welcome to NLE, folks. I'm your host, Patrick Sweeney, the voice, the talk, the whatever. <coughs> okay, so as you can tell from the screen, there are five of us in this conversation. So let's go in order. As always, followed behind me is the antagonist, the protagonist, the person to make sure you do not get comfortable with your life. Chris, how you doing? I'm uh, you know, living life, working a lot. You know, can't complain. First Learning time says those Well, I can't complain or working a lot. Which working one? a lot. Like, just because I got corona off, motherfucker, I always hold a job. Vacation. What's up, everybody? Good so, idea. dude, I called it last week, Chris. He fell asleep. You're damn yeah. right, dude. I was tired. <laughs> Look at him. Look at this old man. I think yeah. I fell asleep at like 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I live in Florida, and it's so hot and muggy, it puts I, me to bed. I was out of the lounge chair, I had my son hat on. I had a cigar in And back for probably our favorite episode that we've ever conspired. Ryan's here. Ryan. What's going on? Welcome <laughs> back, Ryan. Thank you, thank you. Very excited and for this the episode. Working man on this show, put together that does all of our videos. Big Roy's here. What's up? Yeah. Clap. Do a shout out, Roy. Yeah. <laughs> it could just be a bunch of people skyping right now. That's really what it comes down to. If it wasn't for Roy, we would just be people skyping. Yes, we would. <laughs> Hands down. I totally agree with that statement. I'll allow it. I totally agree with it. Conversation. Some random conversation, and Roy's here to save the day by, you know, putting our info on there, giving us our good videos, yelling about us not giving him enough content. Because <laughs> truthfully, besides me, Roy, and Buddy, nobody else gives him content. That is true. I've I tried, have, but I can't figure out on my PlayStation, honestly. I have nothing. No excuses. I just don't do it. That's, what, <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Okay. So here it is, folks. So it is October. Happy early or late birthday, Christopher. I don't know how far off I am right now. Oh, but what is today? What you is are today? five days away. Okay. Uh, he, he knows the date. <laughs> Like John okay, so it is October, which means it is Halloween, and because of the coronavirus, we don't know if we're going to have an actual Halloween this year. People might be shooting candy out of t-shirt guns and stuff. Where do you live? At kids I live in a red fight. state, sir. This red state loves going out and hanging out with other people. I just signed waivers at Groton's Pumpkin Patch because kids were getting in bounce castles in Groton. This city ain't worried about it. Did you really find Yeah, and then I made the kids wear their masks because I told them, if you get sick, grandma and grandpa could die. That's a fact. Y'all got to do something. We'll get our masks. We'll wash our hands. Just, All right, good. I'm just not happy that Ryan's wearing his mask right now. That's true. Oh. If you promise something. <laughs> Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. Ryan's saving himself from there the corona. Go. There you go. Special <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the end of that nose is totally clean. Right. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure we've seen Ryan standing 
back a blind manor last night when we watched that. How how is that show? Just real quick. All right. So Ryan, this is us right now. All right. So look. So if you guys have watched Hill House, understand that Ryan's perspective of Hill House is it started here and then went here. And then went here. And then went here. And then went here. And then went down again. I I feel like it ended at, you know, just down. It it didn't really fulfill what I thought it was going to be. So the first episode of Hill House was fantastic. Absolutely. it was intense. This first episode of Bly Manor, I mean, besides all the ghosts hiding in the background that me and Ryan are pointing out, on <laughs> it's all on Facebook Live. We have 33 views of that video. It ain't even been yep. up for an hour, uh, 24 hours. Nope. So Roy watched along last night with us, and he didn't see half of the things that we see. Hold on. You're going to have to forgive me because I'm half retarded. Um, I've watched some of this show. So the the first episode when the car drives past the teacher, you guys seen the glowing eyes in the car? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah, okay. yep. All right. Yeah, yeah, I've watched some of this show. All right. Well, at least one episode anyway. So they found the other only- ones that I couldn't see. even see. I was yeah, like, what are you guys looking at? You, what else did you guys <laughs> see? Because honestly, I am half retarded. I don't even remember everything. Okay. Well, so the Plague Doctor was there yep. a lot. Plague Doctor. Yep. I've seen the Plague Doctor. Uh, yeah. What was that that demon's name from uh, Death Note? I can't remember. Riku, that's oh, the guy. Yeah. With Are you guys talking about in the dollhouse? No, no, no. We're talking yeah. about in the show, Christopher. Okay, because in the dollhouse in the show, there was a plague mask in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. All, no, the, no, no. all the monsters are in that little girl's dollhouse, I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about standing in the background of the hallway, standing in the okay. window seal, standing outside of the house when she's looking. The Plague Docker is all around. So I kind of cheated before we watched. I really didn't look at where they were, but there's this thing on Facebook that says 50 hidden ghosts in Bly Manor, what you've missed. And, I mean, so far, I'm pretty sure we've seen all of them. My thing is, and Roy pointed this out last night while I streamed Resident Evil, in that scenario where they lock her in the closet and magically disappear and she's freaking out all she does is take a nap well she's exhausted you you got to think about that you know she's freaking out she probably made herself pass out how to kick that door wide open this is all the first episode <laughs> yeah this is all in the first yes. episode I'm pretty sure i haven't watched any of it yet i didn't finish the episode oh <laughs> there was uncomfortable people person one person uncomfortable I did watch that last night. Hubie Halloween. Have you have you caught, touched that yet? Uh, great movie. No. Yeah. Great. <laughs> it, it, it is pretty funny. I, I, laughed, I laughed at it. A decade ago. Hold on. A full decade. Yes, there's a lot of uh, nods to his older movies in that. Yeah, but sure. the, the, the mother's t-shirts are the best part of, this, of the movie. Yeah, the, I was just going to say that. The mom's <laughs> t-shirts were fucking great every time she came on scene. I laughed. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I, I, it was cheesy, but I laughed. I thought there were some funny parts in it. I haven't watched it yet. I work all the time. Oh, sorry. I stole your words, Chris. Calm down. Not my words. Everybody in this room can say it. Not me. Not Ryan. Right. Not true. <laughs> Not true. 
how many times do you find yourself sitting in front of a computer doing work for your school? That that is true. I, I do yeah. that quite a bit. I've been right. unfortunately been doing that a lot lately. Right. So okay. Yeah. So with this, you gotta look at it like this. Okay, we're all going to give you different answers right now. And I'm going to start in a row and I will do myself last. Christopher, favorite horror movie. I'm right off to. John, favorite horror movie. Um Halloween the Rob Zombie remake. Ooh. It's a good one. I mean I like I the favorite horror movie. Trick or no, treat. The, the remake is better. Troy favorite You know what I'm saying. Friday the thirteenth. My my favorite horror movie, Slender Man. No, I'm joking. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. I'm joking. <laughs> Did you hurt yourself I, with that one? I'm going to get booed here. I'm going to get booed. I think Scream is a great movie. Dude, uh, come on. Movie. No, it's no, no, no. a horror movie. Yes. If you okay. watch it now, it's more of a comedy. <laughs> that being said, okay. <clears throat> so now you have to understand, and I'm not going to try to drag this conversation out to make you believe because none of you are going to believe, okay? If you go back to 79 when Halloween came out, all the way up to the 90s, what was the genre that we lived through? Slashers, Jason, Michael Myers, Leatherface. Freddy Krueger. It was all the same thing, except for Freddy, because Freddy kind of played with the kill before he did it. It was all the same thing. What Scream did, what Wes Craven did, was bring us into the new era of horror. Took us from that stalk you and basically just sit there and stalk you and walk in this slow motion and magically catch you for no reason whatsoever because you tripped on a leaf in the woods. To more Nothing cat and mouse heart. To a more cat and mouse heart. Yes. To. But he did that with Freddy, as you already said. So it wasn't him yep. reintroducing a concept. He just did it in a different movie, and he'd already done it a time decade out, before. Time out, time, out, time out. Think about it, because the first Nightmare on Elm Street and Wes Craven's new Nightmare were the only two he had anything to do with. Yep, so true. everything in between And that, they were the darkest ones. Yeah, Freddy but he set the stage. Up. No, but he set the stage because Freddy was fucking with his people. He was there to fuck with their head, to get them scared, because that's what he feeds on. Can I be the first to say that Freddy Krueger is probably the worst horror villain no. in any movie? John, you were well, scared you of the Blair Witch Project. Opinion. You were scared of the Blair Witch Project. That was you crazy. were terrified! <laughs> He's got Patrick, got, Patrick got scared of the Scream Man, so... <laughs> over and over again! With <laughs> pre-warning! We'll get there. We'll get there, gentlemen. Calm down. I heard, I heard they're doing a darker version of that coming up. And everybody yeah. signed on. A remake? What, okay. Yeah, yeah Scream like a, Yeah. Because it's going to be within the same universe. The, the original characters are going to be there. Okay. But they're not going to be the main characters now. They're going to be like a supporting cast, more hmm. or less. Hmm. So like, kind of like that, kind of like that guy in uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the uh, Part Three that lays in the road with the eyeball. Okay. They're gonna be the warning people, I'm guessing. 
Well, either that or they'll be like the principal of the school, the local sheriff, shit like that. Well, you can't bring out bring back the Fonz. He died. Unfortunately. <laughs> How would right. Fonz did the, Fox the, the right way again? Okay. So what I'm getting at is, all right, if you look at 90s horror, Scream set the stable for rules of surviving what was before Scream. You know, the all right, the basic rule set in the 90s were can't do drugs, can't drink. Christopher, you're dead. <laughs> Roy, you're dead. See, I'll be yes. high as fuck. <laughs> Alive. <laughs> you can't have sex. We're all dead. Yep. And under no circumstance do you say, I'll be right back. I mean, it happens so much, all right? So if you think about that, and everything in that scenario, yes, I was terrified of the screen mask, but it wasn't just because the movie was scary. No, no. Come on now. No, 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 no. It was because two douchers decided that every chance they got to, let's hide down the hallway in the dark laundry room and wait for Pat to walk by. It was a glow in the dark night. It wasn't dark. You had Dad pre-warning you on the way to the house that if it's dark at the house, your brothers are probably going to scare you as soon as you walk in the door. What'd you say, Pat? I told him I was going to kick you in the ding-ding. And, and what'd you do when you came through the door, Pat? Shit his pants. Shit my pants. <laughs> he's, he's the same kid that would, every weekend he would come to visit. He would sing in the shower, and I would scare the living shit out of him by opening the curtain and screaming while he was singing in the shower. And every time he would he would he would shit himself screaming. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said it on a different podcast, but the best was the Freddy head in the cereal cupboard. Nothing touched the Freddy head in the cereal cupboard. That was just, it was like the height of my torture. Okay, so in the middle of the night, I get the idea to take a melon, put my Freddy mask on it, put the hat on it. And put that up in the cereal cupboard. And I go lay down because I stay up all night anyway. This little shit gets up every day about 8 o'clock and goes and gets some fucking cereal. Well, I hear him fall on the floor. It wakes me out of the slumber I'm in. And I've been wearing the Freddy mask all night. So when he comes running over because he's scared shitless, he's got the Freddy glove in his face. It was beautifully orchestrated. When was this? At Dad's. You had to be there. You had to be there. This well, you might have been sleeping in the room. Well, I love so to sleep. my perspective of the story is this. I get up. I go out to get my cereal. Now, to get the cereal, I had to get a kitchen chair, put the chair next to the counter, climb on the chair, climb on the counter, open the cabinet. And as I open the cabinet, what's there waiting for me? Freddy's oh, face. <laughs> I fall off of the, ca- the counter run to the closest, closest person I find, which is Christopher, who's sitting there. I've been there. up all night, been up all night playing the game watching I think I vaguely remember this now. Yeah, it was good. It was um, almost, almost an equal second is the Spider Show, John. You remember the Spider Show. I didn't just throw the shit out of him. I got his ass beat. <laughs> I don't remember this either. Watching some nature shit. There's spiders on TV. I go into the kitchen and I find a little leaf at the bottom of the fridge and I dropped it on his back, standing behind him. You were in the bed right there. 
Dad comes flying out of the room because Pat just woke him up and whoops his ass. <laughs> it's love. It's love. It's all love. I mean, that's, you know, that was my childhood. What happens when you stick a bunch of people in the middle of the woods? What the fuck else am I supposed to do? I'm in the middle of the woods. <laughs> Cabana down there? So anyway, besides being terrorized, no, 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 because John asked you to walk into the bathroom for the Blair Witch. I don't want to hear this all about me. I agree with you. That was also a very funny night. I made a whole movie called Blue Alien Project just to make fun of my brother because he was terrified of the real Blair Witch, and I made it equally as shitty and equally as snotty crying. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this story. Oh, yeah, the Blue Alien Project. Because I, I had my room, it was painted half day and night. And I hung a little fake toy alien that I painted blue from the ceiling and I recorded it. And I was like, oh shit, there's a fucking alien over here. And I just started crying into the camera. It was like five seconds long. It was shitty. But it was amazing. It, was, <laughs> it could have done better than the Blair Witch, I feel like. Could have done better than the second one, that's for sure. At least you got some titties in the second one. Oh, I got a spot in the first one. Look, okay, the, pe the people who honestly, like, started freaking out in the Blair Witch about how these, oh, my God, they're gone, they're missing, blah, 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 and the next night after the movie premieres, these people are on, like, The Late Show or something. It's ridiculous. All of you should be ashamed of yourself. They spent months, well, like, building that up to the movie before, right. and then once the movie was released, then they were like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, it's not real. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that started that whole genre of lost footage. Yeah. Yeah, it was sort of like the paranormal, that's where they, Paranormal Activity got their idea from. Terrible. Yeah. Wow. They did a oh, whole well. documentary on sci-fi before the movie came out, talking about the found footage of the Blair Witch. Right. Like, just completely setting up the whole fakeness of it. And so when so? you go to watch it, you're like, oh, yeah, they found this shit in, like, Pennsylvania College or whatever the hell. Uh, a brick wall fell over, and How else there's the footage. How else did people spend $15, $20 to go see this shitty fucking movie? You had to sell it up somehow. <laughs> it was yeah, well if, Eddie Murphy, if Eddie Murphy can still make movies and, and, and make money off it, Blair Witch can, too. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> I played right. the Blair Witch game. It was good. <clears throat> That game was interesting. Let me explain something to you, okay? This, like, an hour into this game, nothing's going on, so I turn it off, and I play the next night. So about an hour and a half into the next night of this game, I'm getting into this game. Stuff's going crazy on the camera. It's just not supposed to be the way it is. And what do I feel behind me? I feel nails dragging down the back of my skull. So I freak out, throw my headset off, turn around, and there's my wife with a big old uh, smile on her face, just laughing. <laughs> and the staring Good continues. Woman. Good woman. Yep. <laughs> no, no, and the scaring. But we all have our liking of crappy horror movies. Ryan likes Sinister. Yeah, I do. Never seen it. It's it's not, it, it, it really messes no, with you. This is how you beat Sinister. You ready? You ready? Look, this is how you beat Sinister. Ha ha. I closed my computer. You lose. Hold on, hold on. Mr. Kilgrave is the best villain ever. 
Listen, he's got no yeah. defense there, Ryan. No, 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 no. Look, look I, I closed my computer. Sinister's over. Yeah, well, if I put headphones on, Kilgrave can't do a fucking thing, Pat. And you he's the best one. What's going on in the series? Kilgrave. Oh, headphones are his weakness. <laughs> really good. All right. Now, now look, we we all have our liking for crappy horror movies. I mean, I watch B horror movies just to make fun of it. Look at Slender Man. Dude, Chris walked out of the bedroom at like four in the morning, and I'm sitting there watching Slender Man. And as he's going to the bathroom, I go, dude, can you walk me to the bathroom? I'm really scared. You want a really shitty B movie? Go watch The 13th Child. I dare you to sit through that entire movie without falling asleep. No. Never watch The 13th Child. In fact, if you ever find The 13th Child, burn that copy because they destroyed the Jersey Devil. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty shitty. Although Uncle Ben is in the movie. That's true. Yeah. He's the only main character that's actually, they actually paid somebody decent to be in the movie. I mean, I was he in old movies? Because I would have never known if he didn't play Uncle Ben. Nah, I would assume so. All right. So if you go from our 90s liking to the next stage of this, all right, and you come into the 2000s, all right, once again, my favorite horror series gives you rules on surviving in the new age, which is, okay, don't fuck with the original. The death scenes are way more extreme. Uh... Virgins can die now, so roll you're done. Yeah. Where's about 18 kids? I'm a born again I'm a born again virgin. I should have saved it for this one. All right, roll you're safe again. If you want to survive modern day horror movies, you pretty much have to be gay. So you're, you're safe again, Roy. <laughs> uh... Sorry, sorry. Look, okay. Now, if you think about it, we really don't get, besides, you know, the new Halloween movie, um, we really don't get slasher films anymore. We got Scream 5 coming out, which Nev Campbell, uh, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette have all signed up for. But we don't get slasher films anymore. And when we do get slasher films, most of us love them, and two people that I am related to think they were garbage. They were garbage. No, Halloween is a great movie. I don't think Scream's garbage. I just don't think it's like a horror movie. No, I'm talking about the new Halloween that just came out. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, I didn't like it that much. See? Roy Ryan, how good of a movie was that? It was pretty good. Brought back a lot of the old characters, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in a Facebook group, the Halloween, basically everything Halloween, and people talk about it all the time, and there there is definitely a huge following that would rather erase probably like the curse of Michael Myers, Halloween Resurrection. Some people absolutely hate H2O, so... The 2018 film for them is a complete bridge and 
waste their movies away and replaces it. Some people love the shit out of the new one. I mean, you I know what Halloween movie they love. should erase from existence? Halloween no, 3. I hear it. <laughs> I, I'd Halloween. say rename the movie. It'd be a great movie. Just change the name. Just, the just ma- take the Halloween. Mask of Halloween. The Mask just of Halloween. Take, well, look, if you take think about it. And, and call it Season of the Witch. Well, I was thinking, there's a lot of movies. If you if you think of like Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, a lot of all three of them had one of those one one movie in the series that was just like what, like the yeah. the Friday the 13th one that with the ambulance driver was the killer. Like seriously, Roy. Roy. yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> favorite. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Child. The way Freddie got to her was through the dreams of her unborn child. Well, the the second one wasn't even Freddy. It was the little gay boy. That's that's another one that was pretty bad. But it uh, was Patrick, still Freddy. That was worse than the dream child. Uh, that that scene where he crawls out of that dude. You're good. Broke up. Oh. Uh, Go ahead, Chris. I didn't hear the rest of the statement. The scene where he what? Where he crawled out of his body. Okay, yeah, yeah. As it was still Freddy inside of his fucking kid. Yep. He said little gay boy. I didn't know Patrick was in that movie. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's fired. Burn in hell. <laughs> You'll be right I there. Never, I never even knew about that until they made a documentary and basically... They call Nightmare on Elm Street 2 the gayest slasher film ever made. Yeah. And it is. God, no, no, that makes sense why Chris likes it. it No, I like the series, (laughs) not specifically number two. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's Nightmare on Elm Street 2. When he's about to get busy with his girl and Freddy starts messing with him, he, he leaves her in the midst of the action to go be with his friend. Yep. Yeah, right away. Wake up! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. horror films. My, yeah. my issue with the 2018 Halloween, however, is that you can't, it's hard to live up to Rob Zombie's remake of the first one. It's like comparing Three from Hell to The Devil's Rejects. To me. No. Okay. I've talked about it a lot. I am a big fan for nostalgic feel and what that movie did, besides the mindless killing. Michael didn't go on mindless killing sprees for no reason, but it was 40 years locked down and he didn't get his fix for 40 Halloween. So I guess he had to make up for it. Well, I will say there was a survey online the other day I read that they they chose Michael Myers as the number one villain of all time. He's terrifying. He is very terrifying. Recurring nightmare Patrick has is when I was younger, it started. Michael Myers would chase me and I would hide and everything like that. Come to nowadays, Patrick, Michael Myers chased me and I'm calling in Call of Duty nukes and blowing him up with rocket launchers. <laughs> and, and then he wakes up in, in, a, in a puddle of piss. <laughs> I love it. And his wife's asking why her back's all wet. <laughs> Look. Look, Michael Myers is terrifying. Terrifying. Not as funny 
as the first time Jason popped out of the door in the survival room and you see Chris go from one side of the room to the other side of the room in yeah. a split second. First off, this is when I found out that if he touches me, I'm out of the game. And if you watch the video, nobody else was doing anything. So if I could get the fuck done. out of there, we were all done. Wait, you talking about the video <laughs> game? No, 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 survival, no, no, no. Start survival room. Uh, Me, Chris, and Mason went and did a survival room. And Mason stood in the corner and did nothing while Christopher made me sing. And then every time I would try to help with a puzzle, Pat showed up and started singing. You, I made you sing because you weren't helping with it. You were sliding along the back wall. Mason's in a corner. You're sliding along the back wall because it's the furthest point from his chain. And I'm moving everywhere else. So, yes, fucking sing in the corner because it keeps him from moving. I <laughs> <laughs> started singing Killing Me Softly. He got angry about it. Well, there's, well, there's Patrick's way of uh, surviving in a horror movie. He's just singing in the corner. <laughs> it was one no. of the things that said, if you sing... It keeps him basically at peace. So we didn't pay attention for too long. And then finally, Pat had to start singing because I had to move around and keep doing it. We sucked at it. We were terrible. I had no help. And I couldn't figure <laughs> out a puzzle. Was and helping. That's a fun night. That's what it was. It was a real fun night. But good experience. If anybody can go out and try to do it, I suggest go out and try to do it. It's fun. If if we go into a scenario as, as like the Friday the Thirteenth video game, I would like to let you all know right now, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. If you are not in that car when it is time to go, I will not see you again. I just wait by the exit. I, I'm, like, I'm like a hitchhiker. That's true. You guys go do everything and come pick me up. I'm standing over here. Man, this game sucks. Says the guy waiting by the car for somebody to put it together so he can drive away. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I will also admit, the Friday the 13th on the internet is better than the Friday the 13th that you guys play. Yes. Hell no. A good game, I'd be Jason, too. I'd be Jason huh? Rocks with the Game Genie. Cheater. Cheater. Tell the whole story, John. Listen, first of all, there's I no way to be there's no way to beat that motherfucker. <laughs> Just like there's no way to climb the tower in Ghostbusters. I beat the they game. They made games impossible for Nintendo. Okay. Well, Look. understand. Look, Chris is shaking his head, Ryan's laughing, Roy's sitting there because he knows it to be true. If we ever find the five of us in a scenario where we're in some abandoned house or some woods and there's some creepy guy stalking us, you all better listen to me. Well, first of all, nope. I would not be in that situation. Who who puts themselves in that situation? Christopher. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, of all of us, I probably would be the one. Uh, but nobody, <laughs> if you watch movies, if we're going off of movies, nobody chooses to go into these scenarios. Well, sometimes if they're looking for no, they a hard experience. They, hear, they but, hear a noise and they go into the dark room looking for whatever it is and they end up dead. I'll yeah. agree with you. And nobody play. runs away. They go and investigate as if they're like freaking police officers or some shit. <laughs> so right now, you're in bed. You hear a noise in your house. The two of you are out because it could be a paranormal activity. Or it could be somebody that's ruffling through your house. And you should probably watch out and go check it out. No, I should probably call the cops. All right, well, I can't agree with that. 
<laughs> Hold up. I'm not going to call the cops because I, I have an AR upstairs fully loaded, ready to go. I'll take them out first and then call the cops. Sorry. They're putting yeah, their see, life in front of my, you know, my stuff. And, no, the person that's coming to your house is not a, 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 like a, a Jason Voorhees or a Freddy Krueger or anything like that. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm if we're in a movie, if we're in a horror movie, I'm not going near it. It doesn't matter. You don't know if you're in a movie. It's more the noise. I'm just going to have to get out of bed in the dark and go check something out. You might not want to turn on a light because it could um, be an intruder. You want this to cry. I think I, think I broke, brought this up a few weeks ago. I'm like that blonde from that Geico commercial. It's like wants to get in the running car and everybody else wants to go behind the, hide behind the chainsaws. I'm the blonde that wants to get in the car and leave. <laughs> oh yeah, I just saw that commercial again for the first time. It's like get in the running car. It is a funny. Hey, I knew I got it from somewhere. Look, John Smart, he's like me. It's time to go. It's time to go. No, while you guys go investigate that noise, I'm out. Not intelligent, cowardice. Let's call it what it is. <laughs> but here's the thing too. It, it's it's 2020. Well, I guess you can go back to the, the 90s and stuff too. We're all we're all males here. We would die anyway. It's the female that survived now. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Final girl. <laughs> but every, everybody knows as soon as you get in the car, the car's either out of gas or has some sort of fucking problem when you get about yep. three feet away from your destination. <laughs> I can't find the keys. Oh, wait. They're in the sun visor. Yeah. <laughs> has anybody in this chat party ever left their keys in the sun visor? No. There's five random American people that have never done that once, and we've seen it in every fucking movie that I can remember. (laughs) I know my grandparents used to do it back in the day because they weren't afraid of their car getting stolen, but they also lived in a small town where everybody knew each other. So You're right. I mean, there's definitely leniency out here in mind where I'm at, um, more so than back home in Jersey. Yeah. I don't feel it to be cowardness. I feel it to be self-preservation where I don't care about guys uh, as much as I do uh, myself. No, we don't get to redefine what we're doing by definition. Because what you're doing is running away, which is cowardly always. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, if you want to sacrifice yourself for the five of us, I'm okay with that. Well, the rest of the yeah, talking survival, survival horror, we're all just going to run away. There's not much of a conversation if we all just run. Yes, it is. You survive. Survival part. You survive. Okay. I got one where you can't run away. What's that? Zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I was going to say it too. You can't run away from a zombie apocalypse. All right. Well, well, the other one I guess you could say is you can't run away from, well, it's only if you get stuck in the predicament, is uh, the Saw movies. Oh, God. You can't run away from that. Well, yes, you can. You'd be a good human being. Everybody that he kills. Yeah. <laughs> Don't well, be a yeah. douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. If you get stuck Jigsaw in that you pretty much can't get away. We're all in the jigsaw traps. The only two who might not be in the jigsaw traps are Ryan and John. Everybody else in this chat right now, jigsaw traps. Well, what happened to your good people? Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> On the off chance that I robbed Jigsaw, I mean, eh, probably not. He's probably got some fucking decent security, I would imagine. Probably. Why would you go mess with John? Brian, you said zombie apocalypse. Which zombie? If we go back to like the the, the, the George Romero ones where they don't climb and they don't run and everything else, that could be okay. I'm thinking more uh, Land of the Dead style 
um, you know, hide out in a freaking mall or something like that. You know, that, that's <laughs> pure stupidity. Oh, look but... at those flowers. They're looking at the flowers. Shooting fireworks <laughs> off and all the zombies are looking up. <laughs> he just run around. All of this is a pretty defensible position because it's all lockable. Everything on that building is locked down a little because that's the way they have to do it. Yeah, so but it, the glass in it. Yeah, but you got enough shit in there, you could barricade. That's and true. And you've got access to potential food, access to potential supplies, depending on the mall. It's not the worst case scenario. Better preparedness, I would say, would be helpful, but not everybody's prepared for anything. Yeah. But you there's know how better areas. Wait till Chris falls asleep and drag his bunk outside for the zombies and then take a run. You think I'm you, you wouldn't be able to run if you're completely surrounded. Yeah. There's hundreds of zombies outside, Pat, right outside the building we're in. Whatever it is, we haven't decided where the best defensible position is. That's what we were debating. There's no <laughs> sacrificing, so you can run. There's no running. <laughs> well, I would leave Chris there. I, I agree with Patrick. <laughs> and as time goes on, they morph into the land of the dead zombies where they can grab weapons and no, it's not bad movies. No, to continue the conversation, they're like, they're like cavemen. In your best case scenario, you can you got minutes to get your shit together and get to wherever you're going to go. What's your best case scenario for a defensible position? Well, um, as it sits right now, uh, there's data centers that are really close by, and I know people that have access to them, and they have no windows. They have very few doors. It is locked down pretty well, so it would be ideal there. And plus, it's completely gated, so, you know, you have a decent outdoor space as well. What about supplies? Supplies, you'd have, to, you'd have to raid the nearest towns and everything like that, but you could bring in your own seed. You can bring in water, you know, because the Columbia River's right next to it. So, you know, we're, we're looking. It's Listen not bad. Listen to the playing in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> hey, never know. Hey, I've thought about this, damn it. <laughs> if The Walking Dead has taught us anything, though, okay, if you get comfortable in your zombie apocalypse, what's going to happen? Oh, you're going to get invaded easily. But you don't get comfortable. That's the thing. You, you make sure. When you get comfortable, that's when you start slipping. Yep. Routine and discipline is essential every day. Because if you don't do the things every day to make sure you're surviving, you're going to die. Yep. Oh, speaking of which, can I, can I change my horror movie? My favorite one. Yeah. What? Uh, you, this is not a horror movie, but I don't care. Young Frankenstein. <laughs> that's, a good that's perfect you said give him a second I mean, if you count Dracula movies young Frankenstein's just as scary as they were Patrick was obsessed with Abbott and Costello meet uh, what was it Abbott and Costello what meet Frankenstein yes Frankenstein. Meet Frankenstein. I think they met Dracula too. if they you go all. back to Paramount days of movies Dracula Frankenstein Wolfman the Invisible Man all those were scary for people all right, how about the Monster Squad? That's what I was about Great. to say. It wasn't to the Monster Squad when Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein where we realize that these movies suck. Yeah. Look, running from Frankenstein would be like running from Jason Voorhees. They're both... I just kicked Wolfman in the nard. <laughs> yep. It's classic. <laughs> They're both Scary slow. German guy? Look, 
you guys, zombie apocalypse, everything like that. But once again, when I find my way out, understand when I say it's time to go, you better be there. Because I'm not going to be that person, going? oh, I hear growling coming from across the mall. You so guys you go, go investigate. I'm going this way. I, I, okay, oh, I will say one thing. The guy who's talking the most will be the first one dead. You'd be that grumpy asshole in the basement, Pat. <laughs> you stay upstairs, you know, this is my basement. I'm locking the door. He is. He's, he's, he's Merle from The Walking Dead. I'll send up the dump later, fill it up with supplies. So where we'll would you go? Up, up, time to get out. Know, on the top yeah. of the building, handcuffed to a, a yep. pipe. <laughs> Sorry, you're not, bro. Saw it off. Yeah, he'll find us eventually. Except for the badass knife hand, though, I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what's everybody's ideal defensible position for a zombie apocalypse? Where would you want to be if you don't have anywhere else to go and you're not moving now? Where is it you want to be? As high as you can. You want to be up on a, like a skyscraper where they can run up and climb well, ladders? Well, now or... we're talking about different zombies now. Well, zombies, yeah, it has evolved over the years. And we've assimilated it to the land of the dead zombies, which do get smarter. They use weapons. They get a little smarter. Um so they could climb up the stairwell unless you guarantee that they're not getting in. And if, I mean, I would have went crazy and went World War Z zombies from the book. They stack on top of each other. When you light them on fire with napalm, you've got flaming zombies. They crawl mm -hmm. under the ocean until they hit the next island. That's it's true. Crazy. And I, I mean, Patrick and I played Days Gone. I wouldn't want to get stuck with them. Yeah. Yeah. The freakers. They, they did that Land of the Dead, too. They walked through the fucking ocean. Or the uh, whatever river in yeah, New York to get to the other side. Did. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, I think you're fucked no matter what. I, don't I know. think when The Walking Dead had it, a prison, if you if you isolate yourself in a cell block and, and clean that cell it. block, that's pretty good. Yeah. Distance. It would have to be distance. You would have to be in something that's caged up that had some sort of wall around it so that you that's had bad. time to defend. No. Yeah. And if I'm we went to prison, school. Chris would feel just at home, guys. Calm yeah. down. <laughs> the best defensible position in this country, ladies and gentlemen, is any official bunker that you can find and find access to. Because you might have to go to two separate locations for it. But you're guaranteed your best chances of survival is underground. Yeah, you can just go to the shoot, bro. Oh, Disney World has a bunch of underground tunnels where all the employees travel through. Uh, is there any entrances and exits? Yeah. That's not good. These bunkers have one big door. They're everywhere. The president uses them. The officials for the Senate and the Congress, they all have these things. They, In the event of these things happening, that's where they, they would fall out. Well, the likelihood of them being fast enough to beat the zombies, probably not very good for a lot of people. One of these is going to be left unattended at some point. That's our best case in my opinion. <laughs> Small but nothing's there. Anything, like, if you learned anything from The Walking Dead, um, Morgan, who went crazy, set up traps just to catch the walkers. You know, spike traps with, in the middle, was, like, rodents and crap that yeah. they were going after. Yeah. And they would just run into the spikes, and he'd come up behind them and kill them and burn them. Yeah. So, I mean, you could set a whole perimeter of those around and be just fine. Or you can dig giant holes and have a loud noise next to it so they can fall in. Yeah. Like are, we also, are we talking about the White Walkers, too, that, that are actually smart? Like the ones from no, Game no. of Thrones? Fuck no. That's not, you're talking about a fucking uh, army of warriors now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, come on now. 
You're talking about evolving <laughs> zombies. I mean, come on. It's not technically a zombie, though. They're not, you know what I mean? Risen. They are risen dead, but it wasn't because of a virus outbreak. It's because that's what was there. They came from an ancient source. Yeah. Look, if you notice, folks, we're floating more to the zombie apocalypse because, truthfully, in the scenarios that we try to give you, the most likely one happening right now in our world is the zombie apocalypse. You already have it. Look at all the kids walking around with phones in their hands, not paying attention, falling in uh, mall fountains. <laughs> Catching Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, the, the dumbing down of society has been the thing before Idiocracy. Idiocracy just made a documentary out of it. So that, that's that is what it is. There was a guy down here in Florida who ate a man's face off because he had, he took some bath salts. Yeah, yep. yeah I remember that. I remember that. I was in the army when that popped yeah. up on the news. I was like, "Oh, dude!" At one point, they, they said that he could possibly be a zombie, and they had to come out and clear it all up. The yep. funny thing about drugs: if you're already crazy, they're not a good idea. Well, bath salts <laughs> don't sound like a good idea at all. Uh, no, well, what's that shit that they're off. smoking that makes them all fucked up? That flaca or whatever the hell? I have no, uh, no idea. idea. I like old... I, 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 I see it from time to time. No, it's not Tide Pods. It, it's some... <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Um, I can't remember what the hell it is. But uh, uh, I remember seeing a video from a guy in New York and... Everybody there is smoking this drug, whatever the hell it is. And he's like, everybody's high off this. And he pulls up his phone and all these people are just standing there like this. About eight, nine crackheads, whatever the hell, off this drug. And they look like zombies. They're just standing there, stumbling around. That's yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, I never did that. I'll tell you what, though, I smoked a lot of PCP in my day. <laughs> that shit okay. made me a little crazy. <laughs> Yeah, psycho. <laughs> Moving back to horror, how we got on drugs making us into zombies. Look, so you might have found a scenario where I can't leave in a horror situation because I need killers around me to make sure I survive. Well, so I'm not the guy for you. I get That's a gun. Everybody can kill. And it better not, not be a pistol, Ryan. I don't know. I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not qualified to say whether or not you could have a gun. I'm pretty sure Ryan would be okay with me shooting a gun if he watched me. I can't tell you that. <laughs> God, I got a gun that shoots multiple bullets at once. <laughs> and then what I do is, oh, Chris Duck. <laughs> God. Then you have no help. They nerfed that Friday the 13th. Yeah, Ryan's not going to keep you around if you've already killed your blood brother. What do you think he's going to be sitting there thinking? What's next? No, no, Ryan's (laughs) going to keep me there because he realized I sacrificed you for the greater good. You're just another mouth to feed, bro. Bro, I I would want all the manpower I can get. I'm not going to sacrifice Chris. Come on now. He's big and strong. Let's do this. (laughs) He can dig. From Walking Dead. If you were in a trap situation, Pat would shoot you in the fucking ankle and say, see you later, bud. Yep. (laughs) See, that's why we sacrifice Patrick. Let, let, Let 
Let Ryan and Chris be the firepower. Roy, you and I just take off. <laughs> no, time Where are you going? Listen. It's zombies everywhere. No, you guys, Listen, that's why you guys there. You guys draw draw them off from us. We're going to draw all the fire. Where are you going to go to the world of zombies? Well, they're eating Patrick. And you guys are shooting the rest of them. If we're comparing ourselves to Walking Dead characters, Christopher is hand down Negan. He's going to go nuts with power one day and have you guys all going around saying, my name's Christopher. I'm Christopher. I'd rather lone stalk from the woods anybody that creeps by than what you just said. Now I can see Chris being like Daryl. He's like a survivalist. No, no, this guy has you all fooled. He's sitting there, there like, yeah, I got them all fooled. When the world ends, it's Christopher's reign. Patrick's Carl. If I don't know you, you're probably not going to live walking past the field. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. I'm not going to be anybody's friend unless I already was. That's for sure. I don't need any extra baggage. If I got some already that I relied on before this all happened, that's good because I got friends. I don't need any new ones. <laughs> We're all going to be standing there. I'm Christopher. I'm Christopher. We're Christopher. I'm sorry you feel that hey, way. How dare you compare me to Carl, John? You'd what? be Herschel. <laughs> You'd be Herschel. I'd be Herschel. Well, I am old. Herschel's the shit. Chris hey, is going to cut your leg off reason. here in a little bit. Yeah, I need you alone. If he gets bit, I'm cutting his leg off. I'm no, no, Chris is, uh, what's his face? Uh, who the hell was the redhead? What the hell was his name? The, the, Morgan? Uh, no, 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 the, the white guy. It's, uh, the, the redhead. He the died. Redhead. Yeah, he died. Oh, uh, Abraham. Abraham, that's Chris. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, he was the one that drove them up to the CDC, wasn't it? No, no, Abraham showed up uh, escorting, what's his name, the, the genius that was supposed to cure the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he had the hot chicken. He had the hot chicken. Oh, that's, yep. that's, yep. that's Patrick. What the hell's his name? Eugene, that's Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to lie his way and say, I have the cure. I need yes. to get up here. I'm running with I would say that Pat's the CDC guy in the basement ready to push that fucking button. There's nowhere to go. Stay down here with me. <laughs> I'm telling you, Patrick, Patrick talks a lot of shit. I guarantee he'd be the first one dead. I guarantee wow. it too. He'd never wow. make it to the survival point because he wouldn't make it from the zombies. <laughs> Guys, I've put enough Resident Evil to know how to survive this. I walk slow, I sit right in front of this door, and I shoot my pistol. <laughs> I'm Chris Redfield, damn it. <laughs> All of you know. I have played enough Resident Evil. Ask Big Roy. I slammed those zombies down last night. I'm getting out of a zombie apocalypse. I don't doubt it. He has improved as a video you know game. How many times I beat Nemesis? God. I thought Nemesis was unbeatable. The shitty part about guns, though, Pat, is recoil. And you don't get that from a video game. Yes, you do. <laughs> when's, the last time, when's the last time you fired a real weapon? Uh, it's been a while. Long ago. That's what. If you're not firing them every day, you're never used to the recoil. It's been a long time. That's very true. Shut up, Ryan. <laughs> you keep me alive. Remember, I'm your best friend. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Speaking of best friends, didn't you put up that ad yet? Yeah, I put it up. I got tons Okay, because I found a new best friend already. That's messed up, Ryan. <laughs> 
so wrong. We're just walking down the road. Ran into this guy, you know, the other day. Yeah, he, he just <laughs> me and him hit it off. We're best friends now. Sorry. And the only reason you guys are saying that you're going to sacrifice me is because you know. Well, once again, I want to make this more clear. The you second I get down. a chance. No, the second I get a chance, I'm gone. Yeah, there's no sacrifice. I'm giving you every chance in the world. You won't make. It. I guarantee. We'd be a horde of zombies and go to sleep and wake up and Pat would be gone. Yeah. Little note, I took the car. Hope you guys make it. He's dead out in the parking lot. <laughs> we wake up and now he's a freaking zombie. You guys he's hope the leader of the zombie horde now. Yeah. If I'm the leader of the zombie horde, we all know you all going first. No, and I wouldn't just take the car. I'd wait. You'd wake up and all the food and, and all the water and all the firearms besides the one Ryan's sleeping with in his hands would be gone. And I'd cheat Christopher to the building. I have three with me, not just one, three. You can't get involved in anything with Patrick because you would be fucked. Yeah, he's telling you down the road. you down the road. In any sense, selling him down the road. Pat kills everything. That is not true. You all act like I've done this to you in video games before. What are you talking about? <laughs> video games. Yeah, well, when nothing's on the line, you got my back. But when everything's on the line, you don't. My, oh, my confusion. No, no. Yeah, Pat's, Pat's, Pat's I'm sorry, Chris. I didn't mean to shoot you with the shotgun. I, it's fine. I was just about to say that. There's the one time that Jason had Chris in a chokehold and I shot Chris with the shotgun. <laughs> No, 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 no. Get this one. The time that he ran me over. Remember that? Chris? Yeah. 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 Big right, yeah. I was Don't running work. right in front of the car and he takes off. I'm like, really? I've hit a few people in that game. So I'm not, I'm a terrible driver in Friday the 13th. I, I stay out of the driver's seat. It's one you of the only games. I'm a terrible driver in Friday the 13th. Patrick. I don't know how, because every other game, every other game, the worst driver in this room. That game, he's the best. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> and it's not selling you up the road. Look, I love you all. I really do. But I tell my wife the same thing. The basis for Resident Evil 7 is he gets a note, an email, like five years after his wife was disappeared, saying, please come find me. And she takes him to the backwood to Louisiana. Well, I'm getting right back in my car. I love you. Bye. Boom. Yeah, seriously. If I, if I pull up a mansion like that and my wife's supposedly in there, sorry, Tina, you're fucked. I'm leaving. He's out. Nice uh, knowing you. So right now, Pat's married and happily. I came up with a scenario that would guarantee he end up in a similar scenario, which is he gets a land random letter from a very attractive woman in the South that says, Brother died down here and he left something in the will for you that I think you're gonna want to come and get. And he gets a picture of the family too. You never heard about us before, your brother didn't want to let it out. And Pat being Pat would be on his way because he's getting something. And there's potential for Boontang. He's on his way. And I'm dead. He wants to celebrate. He wants to come down there and have a little party dance on the grave. He's going. Got it. 
Got him. <laughs> make it sound like I'm waiting for you to die to fill up. You've said so as much, and I've said it back to you. No, I'm waiting. Look, I will plant up after you die, dude. I'm going to get your headstone with the picture of your face carved oh, on yeah. it. No, you already ruined that. You already ruined that. It's no longer an option. It's a great idea. No longer an option. You're right. You're right. The the one thing that is guaranteed in this room right now, in a scenario where I feel that Christopher might lose grip on reality, I'm going to try to take him out first before that grip goes bye-bye. Because I know better than all of you, it's this little sitting back like, no, Pat's the bad guy, Pat's the bad guy. I, blah, blah, blah. I, I take full responsibility for my capability. Oh. Don't act like Chris was going to say. He'd tell you down the road, too. I may murder people, but I'll not ever tell <laughs> you down the road. There's times I'll definitely sleep with a woman that you might like. I've done that. I'll never tell you down the road. If you had the chance, if it was you, if, your, if it meant your survival and everybody else died, you'd kill us all. No. no yes, no. you would. No. Ryan uh, even shook his head like, yeah, I'll think depends. about it. Are we, starving? are we starving to death? If it's at that point, if we're starving to death, absolutely. I'll be the first yeah, one. Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd be the first one to eat somebody. Yeah. I know you would. That's what I'm starving saying. To death. <laughs> I'd leave it, instantly it, if we're starving. I'm sorry. Death. No, I don't need to worry about it. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm oh, you guys are so fat. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, if you're not a survive, I mean, the only alternative is suicide. I don't know. I'm not in that situation, so I can't decide what I would do in that moment. Definitely not suicide. I say that now as my belly's full, and I'm not considering literally human being. I don't know. It's a hard, it's a hard situation to say for sure what one would do. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I still go with self-preservation over everything else. And another thing, look, if you ever find yourself in a situation where people are trying to chase you and your option is going up a staircase or heading out the front door, why do you always run up the staircase? It wouldn't be a movie if it didn't. That's right. Or, or here's a better point. You got a window behind you, and you got Michael Myers in front of you. I'm going out that window. I, I don't care how yeah, many stories we're up. Yeah. You got to give yourself a chance, right? I mean, I need to have witnessed that at some point, this is Michael Myers. It's not just some random person. I need to know that in my mind before I decide what I'm doing in that moment. But if it's for sure him, I'm out that window. I don't care. If it's a man sitting there with Michael Myers mask and a knife, I don't care who it is. I'm, I'm gone. Same way. No. This random person with a knife. Like, we can handle ourselves. Come on. We're dealing with a real slasher killer, undefeatable. I'm running out the window. Yeah. No. And you got to understand, Chris. Hey, John, on an estimate, okay, if you look around your room right now, how many sharp objects do you see? None. Christopher? Two. One really good one, and one little just whatever one. <laughs> I have two in my general area as well. A dildo doesn't count, Pat. No. 
No. <laughs> I got, that gives me one good swing and another one that's made for chopping things down. Mine's made for both. Um, since we're talking about them, I'll get mine out. I like to throw them off my webs. Oh, uh, here we go. Stick on myself hey, Rambo, calm Corey. down. Calm down, Rambo. You know, it's not as bent as I would like, but it's beautiful. Gerber. Good job, Rambo. Go Gerber all the way every time. He laughs. K-Bar. I'll take Gerber over K-Bar. Well, and we don't even need to ask, Ryan, because we know there's at least five firearms scattered around the house right now. Some of us have legal restrictions. That and knives, as well as bows. Um, let's see. I'm pretty sure I have a machete somewhere, you know. Yeah. What's Roy holding up there? Bowie knife, basically. A little slimmer. <laughs> oh, no, it's not as big as I thought. It's a nice That's knife, though. Is that a K-bar? No. I don't think so. It's got a nice little uh, finger hold. You can uh, just kind of throw it with real quick, you know. What you got to do? We're all prepared, except for John. This is all prepared, I'm not sticking around the fight. I'm out. Or or picking up your phone. I mean, either way. <laughs> Look, this is the guy. This is the guy that legit tells me a story about how he's falling asleep and hears somebody scream in his face. No, I don't do ghosts. Sorry. What'd you do, John? I opened my eyes and looked around. Is that it? You, you, you didn't get up and go check the house out? You didn't run out of the house at that moment? No, I just opened, I opened my eyes. <laughs> Did you leave Tina and hit the glass door right next to the bed? Nope. Yeah, I don't do ghosts. Sorry, Steve, I'm out. John, this isn't the only uh, haunting experience you've no, had. No, I've had like three or four. John's haunting. <laughs> John is John legit. And they followed me from Jersey. I, I, don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. The only thing that I can remember is in Arkansas, I swore I woke up one day and somebody was shaking my bed and dad was out of the house. Like, and I mean, legit grabbing my bed and shaking. How do you survive something like that, though? Especially when it attaches to you and follows you. you there's no way, like, you were talking about zombies. You can't get away from that either. I'm coming in the house with grenades of sage and I'm just oh, walking yeah. through blessing it. Hey, there won't be a single spirit in this house by the time I'm done with it. I've no, learned the shaman skills. That's However, right. I've also never experienced the paranormal event either, just because I know what remedy it is for them. I've never experienced anything spiritual like that. You just, you just don't get high with them. Well, I get high all the yeah, time. Yeah. If they're high with me, then I... They need to start sharing because I'm the only one supplying. Uh, speaking of which, why is there a creepy clown behind you? Uh, Dude, well, that's Pennywise. Yeah, he keeps me on edge. You know what I mean? Is I Pennywise? Never know. You always no. got to think. So, no, it's Dude, last week during the podcast, he was moving behind Chris, Chris, and he's like, there's no breeze down here. But, well, it's my cat sometimes. My dog's over here passed out. Cat's passed out. And your camera keeps focusing in and out. <laughs> What's the verdict? Like, what do we all decide? That we don't go anywhere with Patrick? Yeah, that's yep. definite. 
No, you can't catch him everywhere because I am the voice of reason. We can agree on that. Yeah, he's the voice of reason and approximately, we don't need to speak weights, but heavy cargo. That's all I'm getting. Heavy cargo <laughs> and reason. <laughs> and define skills on protecting all of you. Define skills on what? Um, Years of, of video games, survival horror, intake. Wait, you think video game playing is going to stop somebody from killing you? Never. When I go into a knife fight like Leon and Krauser did in Resident Evil 4 with somebody, all of you are going to be upset that you weren't there to witness it. Not as easy as you think. Well, then I guess uh, one thing in the apocalypse is uh, Pat's going to have to be doing mad burpees if he's getting into knife fights like that. Because that's the first thing to go in any fight is your stamina. Because you want to exert yourself as strong as you can to get your knockout in. And the first thing to slip is your stamina. And yeah. Pat, yours is going to go quick, bro. <laughs> hey, Chris, how's your stamina nowadays? Uh, well, I just ran through a cornfield from the approach where I got dropped off. And then I ran over to my truck, which was uh, a quarter of a mile away. So not terrible. Yeah, I keep sitting in that truck. You run Creepers? Huh? Roy? Were you running from Jeepers Creepers? Uh, I haven't seen him yet. Definitely run from Jeepers Creepers. No, the corn's all down by the time I get in there. I just drive my truck in over no. top of the corn. I run that little kid right over. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Children of the corn. Yeah. In a survival scenario, Pat's the best one to listen to, and we sacrifice Christopher. That's a negative. And blind manner. Get back to that real quick. The minute either of those kids talked, I'm not watching you kids. I don't need to be here. This black chick was just out in the middle of nowhere down a well. She don't even know where she's at right now. I'm not staying here to watch these fucking kids. I don't care if it's the biggest goddamn paycheck in the world. Best house, beautiful. It's a good proper place. Get the fuck out of here. Where's the goddamn at? Oh. Ryan, what was your scenario to get me to go to Blind Manor? What was it, a million? No, I'd tell you you'd want a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> a million dollars? A million. You, can get him, you can probably get him to go for a thousand. Probably not. Yeah. He's the place, because he's going to be like, this is a really creepy house. That might not be enough. That's, that's the dance on the grave thing. Tell him I'm dead, all of you. He's coming either way. <laughs> <laughs> What is this whole dance on your grave thing, Christopher? I don't understand it. Uh, I do. <laughs> I don't get it. These guys are my friend. John doesn't think when he dies I'm going to dance on his grave. No, you just won't show up. By definition, you just didn't point out how it's not true for me. <laughs> I just Every time you say that, I just picture him with like a goblet of blood, like dancing on your grave with no clothes on, just fucking pouring it on himself. Well, oh, that's I just threw up in my mouth. Tricks. Yeah, it's a really strange trick to head. Um, but he will be dancing on that grave. Probably pissing on it, more likely, if I had to guess. I do not know what you're talking about, and I'm appalled by these accusations. That's why I'm going to have my ashes imbued with the roots of the tree of a moderate ah. age placed in the middle of a forest, and he's never going to know which one, so he can only get close. He's just going to smoke the ashes. What are you talking about? Who's going to smoke the ashes? I'm going to be ashes. How the fuck am I going to smoke some ashes? Patrick. 
No, it's going to be in the roots of a tree. <laughs> I want some mushrooms growing up out of it. Another thing, Dexter's coming back, gentlemen. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, it's good. So, Michael C. Hall is returning for a Dexter reboot series, which is going to be a 10-part limited series expected to go on production next year. I don't know. How they bring this back in the first episode decides the whole season part. Because well, he died in the season finale. No, he didn't. Didn't, but he no, did. He did not. He escaped. He escaped, and and then at the very, very end, you see him with the beard or whatever, and he's in a completely different location. But he did die, so perceivably. So that's coming back. Uh, me and War Roy were talking about this. Warzone has a Texas Chainsaw Massacre skin coming out, and a Saul skin. What does? Warzone. Uh, I'm done spending $20 for a character. Dude, I gotta save up to get Black Ops that I said I wasn't yeah. going to buy. Gotta save up for shit. Yeah. I still might not buy it. I haven't decided yet because I could really use an MP3 player for work. Right now I got a cassette tape in one truck and the radio in any other truck. And the cassette tape is crime and punishment on book. Cassette tape? Why would you go back to 8-track? Because uh, it doesn't sound as good as the cassette in my opinion. Dude, are you it's gonna not make my a fucking truck and I put the goddamn stereo in there. Are you going to make a mixtape shit out of a 94? Wait, what? 94 one? You're going to make a mixtape straight out of 94? What, with the set tape? Mixtape out of 94. Yeah, no, I, ca I finally caught on to what he was saying. Mixtape out of 94, yeah, absolutely. John, how many mixtapes yeah. of sappy... R&B music did you make in your lifetime? In the friggin' 90s when cassette tapes were around, not 2020. I didn't say, mi I just said mixtapes. How many, how many mixtapes of sappy R&B songs did you make in your lifetime? Like one or two. The rest were all CDs. Uh, well, either way, it was all the same sappy R&B shit. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It's good. It was good music. A hundred times? I don't know about that. Listen, acting like he's the only brother that didn't ruin anything. I ruined things? Or you ruined yeah, everything. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Look, all right, you ruined things. I, I probably do. So, the last thing before we wrap this up, because we're an hour and 60 minutes into this. Um, Did you say yeah. hour and 60 minutes? That's two hours. <laughs> I said an hour and 16. Oh, one six six. I hate you so much. So Resident Evil's new things uh, that are coming up for the you know foreseeable future is The Village, the live-action Netflix show, the animated Netflix series, uh, Resident Evil reboot film, which I can't wait for. They better yep. stick to the game storyline and not go off on this craze thing and then just bring people in with the names of the characters. And yeah, then survival. I don't know why, but they're talking about doing a remake of Resident Evil 4 like they have with 2 and 3 and 1. So that's the show, folks. Um, once again, we're all in agreement. We sacrifice Chris and listen to Pat. 
Never said that. Nope. <laughs> Roy's Roy, gone. Roy's on the fence. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Catch you on an island by yourself, buddy. <laughs> we'll send you a postcard. I'll just let it play itself out. Dude, I'll be so. I've been social distancing since social distancing was cool. I'll be all right on that island. I know you bums won't be on that island. And with that being said, I'm going to end it. And remember, we all came to agreements. We sacrificed Chris. And listen to that. You guys have a good night. Enjoy. Peace.